This is the Podcast Inc. production. Booyah! Is the moment podcasting fans listening around the world have been waiting for. Coming to you not so live from a listening device of your choice. It's time! Podcasting out of this corner, a mixed martial talker, holding no professional record. He stands at six feet one and one half inches tall, weighing in at whatever he feels like, hailing out of Toronto, Ontario, Canada, presenting the sometimes angry, always funny, Self-proclaimed podcasting champion of the world, Steve Fingerstyles! So, welcome to another rendition of the podcast. I am here once again, always again, with some noise in the background and brought to you by PompeyApparel.com. If you're a woman and you're so happen to be listening to this week's episode, good luck. Well, not good luck. I shouldn't be, I guess, uh, sexist because women do get into sports as well. But anyways, go to poppyapparel.com if you're a woman or if you like to shop for women or if you like to cross-dress, whatever you're into. That's not my problem. Support the cause. Use promo code THEPODCAST with a capital D. You'll get 10% off, free shipping worldwide. Also, if you still want to buy some more shit, go to wehavemerch.com. You can purchase the podcast merchandise from coffee mugs to women's tees to men's tees in black and white. And listen to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud. And go to podbros.com. I am part of their network. Go listen to me there. Go listen to all the other podcasts on the network. And if you buy at Amazon, telling you guys to buy a lot of shit. But anyways, go to podbros.com. Click on the Amazon banner. Takes two seconds. Costs you nothing. And it helps out the podbros. And every Sundays, listen to my show on EMZT Radio from about 3 to 6, I think, or 1 to 6. They have a podcast block. I'm usually around 3 or 4. All right. This week's guest. I guess you could say he knows a little bit about sports. You can hear and see him on the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. He also writes for NetsDaily.com and Queen's Ledger. But most importantly, most importantly, he just might be a long-lost relative of mine. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you the best sports journalist in New York City, Mr. Brian Fonseca. Ooh, high expectations. <laughs> <laughs> what's up, man? Yeah, man, what's going on? We got to get into the last names thing. We're talking about this off air. <laughs> so are we really relatives? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if, I don't know if uh, we have any, if I have any Portuguese in my family. I have to check Ancestry.com. Doesn't that call that costs money yeah it costs a bit but don't do it because on a previous episode i talked about how they keep your dna on file and then they could clone you in the future and do uh, crazy shit with it well i mean <laughs> forget it everybody has our info anyway we just got a text from the president the other day i know i heard like, about that 
America, at least. You, you, you see, y'all are lucky. I was taking a nap. I woke up. I was like, what is this? <laughs> yeah, I, I forgot that like, we heard about that the day before. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's possible. There aren't a lot of us, but I know that we're in Puerto Rico. We're in, in your case, Portugal and yeah. Canada. Um, <laughs> also, Mexico. Mexico, Brazil. And we Brazil. talked about the, the Cuban cigar. The Cuban cigar yes. also. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's hilarious. So there must so, be something. It's possible. You we never find know. that out after this. <laughs> well, people say, like, especially my wife, because she's Ecuadorian, so there's, there's another latino link between us but she always okay. used to say that there's portuguese fucking everywhere we're like cockroaches so <laughs> you know what we could have been all around the world we just planted like i was saying off air too we planted our seeds somewhere we landed in puerto rico we're like hey these yeah. these chicas look good over here you know see exactly so you can't blame them man <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> that's hilarious all right, so as I said, you're into sports. You're a journalist. Yes. How did how did all this happen, man? Let, let let's let's take it back. What got you interested in being a sports journalist? Oh man, do I really have to go through? <laughs> I really have to go through this. Not because it's funny, because my brother actually just walked in here. Uh, I'll put you on the spot. He was one of the people. Yeah, he was my older brother. He was one of the people that sort of helped me got started because he likes to remind uh, people that I was a crier when I was really little and that he would put on wrestling when I was three years old to kind of shut me up. Nice. And, uh, yeah. So <laughs> ever since then, it was like that. It was boxing. It was sports center, all from like a very young age. And then right. just sort of maintained that throughout the years uh, through through just watching, through video games, even through reading. Because I remember um, before when the Daily News was hot out here, <laughs> my dad used to bring it home. Yeah. And I used to just read stuff. I used to go right to the sports section, just go to the box scores and read some of the features that they had there. And that just sort of kept that going throughout the years. Oh, that's cool. So you mentioned wrestling. Are you still oh, yeah. a wrestling fan? Or you gave well, it up? <laughs> we, we did go to NXT. Um, there you go. We did go to NXT. Um, I just can't sit the raw all the time. <laughs> See, again, we, we talked about this off air too. If I listen to a certain podcast and I said, nah, man, because it's too long. And yeah, it's the same thing. I fast forward through it. So don't feel bad. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's not, it's not so much the length. It's like, if, cause if you keep me in the entire time, no, that's true too. Then I'm invested. You right. know what I mean? Like if there's a podcast, that's two hours two and a half hours three hours or whatever okay. but i'm hooked right the whole time then it is what it is but with raw it's just there's too many down points for me to just stay with it consistently I know. like there are times where i'll tune in i want to see what sasha banks and bailey are doing <laughs> and then i'm good you know what i mean i want to see what's going on with the championship situation right. and then i'm good like you know the new day whatever yep. then that's it but you know, with SmackDown, there's not as much of that. SmackDown, I could pretty much go through the whole thing because it's two hours, and I feel like there's more things that will keep me in there. And then NXT is just NXT. It's crazy. Shit. Yeah, like. <laughs> Don't worry. NXT when they were here in Toronto, I went to go see the NXT. I think it was Survivor Series weekend. That's the one I saw. And okay. it's and even live, yeah. it's so much better. You don't need no commentary. You don't need nothing. And everyone yeah. in the audience is like a smart mark, as they call them. So everyone knows what's going on. No one's ruining the fun, and it's it's just a big party. Like I, I don't know, it's weird. Yeah, and I can't I can't keep track of like wrestling the same way that I used to. Oh no, just it's because, too much. 
No, it's but it's also it's also harder because now I'm covering so many other different things and I'm not really covering wrestling like that. True. So it's just harder to keep track of it in that way. Although you know, at some point in my life, I would like to get involved in professional wrestling somehow. Not as a wrestler. (laughs) (laughs) Not as a wrestler, though. (laughs) Right. But like, like for example, um, October fifth here in the states, which is probably when you're putting this out. I'm not sure. Probably Saturday. um, Whenever Saturday is. Saturday, okay, so Friday, so it would already have come out, and I will be playing it by the time this comes out. There okay. would be 2K19, oh, Friday, right. October 5th. So, right, right, right. yeah, I pre-ordered that, and that'll get me back in quick. <laughs> it <laughs> does. Once Royal Rumble season comes, well, I mean, once WrestleMania season comes, then the Royal Rumble and everything, then I'm back in. Yeah, then yeah. after that, you know, after WrestleMania, it's like you kind of tune out for a couple months or whatever. Okay, because, yeah, I'm a huge wrestling fan as well, Same. and yeah. I've actually... Again, because this is going to tie in at the end of the episode, I'm, I'm going to pipe in something where uh, I won an actual podcast award for being oh. a, a guest on a wrestling podcast. No doubt. Oh, congratulations! So no, it's a made, it's a made award. It's nothing serious. No <laughs> Still, congratulations! <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's true. It's something. It's something. But um, I always have them on when it's the major four, and we usually review and, and talk about the show, and I, um, go, I go on their show and so forth and so on. So, yeah, no, don't worry. I'm huge in, into the culture and shit. But speaking of what you cover, so what sports do you cover? Because I'm huge into sports too. Tell me. Yeah, it's a little bit of everything. Uh, very raw with it. But with me, you'll see mostly, obviously, you'll see a lot of Brooklyn Nets stuff, the yeah. NBA connection because Nets Daily, and then locally for the Queen's Ledger, which is basically BQE Media, which is a local newspaper that circulates throughout Queens and Brooklyn, um, you'll see a lot of college basketball, you'll see a lot of high school basketball, you'll see a lot of mixed martial arts, you'll see a lot of boxing, because I'm very into combat sports, and then from there, like here and there, during the spring, you'll get baseball, maybe one football story here and there, maybe occasionally soccer, Uh, I've even done things like volleyball, Volleyball and oh, wow. volleyball. rugby. I did my first rugby, rugby story this past summer. Oh shit! Yeah, so <laughs> it's just, but it's, it's 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 mostly I would say just to sort of narrow it down as best as I could is basketball and combat sports from a writing standpoint. Okay, and then with the podcast, was whatever, whatever anything you. goes. So okay, yeah, being Canadian, is, I have to ask, what about hockey? Uh, see, hockey's one of the only sports I haven't covered yet. Oh, but you're killing me. <laughs> I did, yeah, yeah, but I did. Um, I did grow up a Ranger fan, kind okay. of, you know what I mean? Just sort right. of a casual, like, Ranger fan, where, you know, especially if they were doing well, or I just, I also just enjoy playoff hockey in general, right. you know? So, I feel like that's that's sort of a, I guess it's more of an American thing, where here, like, we really like hockey in the playoffs, because it just looks so fast and exciting and everything, but right. they kind of just ignore it for the other six months that it's on okay, during well, the regular season. Okay, I, I, I want to get back to MMA because everyone knows I'm a huge MMA fan as well, and I, I want to get your opinions on oh, let's go. on UFC twenty two <laughs> on two twenty nine. But hold on, hold on. You said basketball yes. as well. Mm-hmm. I'm in Toronto, so obviously I'm a Raptors. Well, not obviously, but I choose to be a Raptors fan, right? Yeah, yeah, Kawhi, Kawhi. <laughs> and that's what I was just going to ask you. What do you think of that trade? Do you think it was good? Do you think it was stupid? Or do you even think the Raptors are just another lost cause because we're up here in Canada? I'm actually in the camp that I'm not sleeping on Kawhi Leonard potentially liking it in Toronto and staying there long term. Right. Uh, I'm I'm a little more iffy on like how long is Kyle Lowry going to play at this level? 
You know what I mean? That's true, he's, too. He's been in the league. This is going to be his 13th year. I and I think he's 33, 32, something like that. Oh, well, he's yeah, in yeah. that range. Yeah, he's up there. So, you know, <laughs> it, it's, it can be set up to where, <laughs> where you know, they... All right. Here's one scenario sure. I can see. Maybe they underperformed this year, mm-hmm. and then they have to legitimately blow it up like they probably were going to if they didn't get Kawhi last year. Yeah. Or or they end up being, you know, I don't know, second, third in the East. I feel like most people have them third behind Boston and Philly, mm-hmm. and then they play well enough to where Kawhi wants to stay long-term, and whatever happens with Lowry happens with Lowry, and then you try to get somebody else. I'm not sure. I, I, think, I think the trade was good for them, considering they – they were in a position where they kind of had to do something. Even with LeBron leaving, Boston is still there. Philly is coming. Right. So, and yeah. Kawhi Leonard is probably, if healthy, the best player in the East. Yeah. You know, so that's true. He probably he probably still is. So I I like the trade. I want to see what happens. Um, Kawhi looks good in the red. He does. <laughs> so I know, I, right? It suits him. Uniform. Yeah, yeah. It's a nice uniform. So yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, exactly, because I said the same thing. If Kawhi stays and they make something and form a team around him, then that's fantastic. But if he just comes and leaves at the end of the season, it's like, what the fuck was this all for? Like, why would you do that? you have to blow it, yeah. Exactly. And and how many times have they blown up this team already where we've gotten to the Eastern semis and then boom, it's like, oh, you could have just built on it. Fuck. Well, like the Nets, when they took Carter, you know what I mean? That was our blow up. That was our first blow up. Right? So. I looked at this not that long ago when they got in return, and it was like Aaron Williams, Eric Williams, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But no, it wasn't good. I know. Well, because Carter was still in his prime, or he was about to be not in his... Well, again, fucking guy's still playing anyway, so... The Nets got the Nets got a good chunk of his prime, man. <laughs> no, yeah, they did. That's true. Because I, 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 again, going back, uh, my brother was a season ticket, a Nets season ticket holder for a while, so I saw right. a lot of those Nets games. Oh, nice. So there was plenty of Vince Carter those first few years, and yeah, he was he was at a, still at a high level for a good portion of those Nets years until they had to blow it up. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know what. I don't know why he doesn't want to come back here and end his career, but I'm sure the Raptors would would want him back, and especially at what he's worth now. Why not, man? I wanted that to happen. Why is he in Atlanta? That's such a waste. I don't know, man. I, is he single? I don't know. Because that's the strip club capital of the world. Mm, so, you know, that's a good question. But you know what? To... See, here's my gripe too. As an athlete in your prime when you're making money, as an actor in your prime when you're making money. Why are you yeah. getting married? Why are you bogging down and making a fucking family? Like, that's just asking for I trouble. The same thing. What's wrong with these guys? I said, okay, did you see? I was just watching Jalen and Jacoby not that long ago. Did you okay. see the Charlotte Hornets? They had an application to fill out. Frank Kaminsky posted this, I think, on his Instagram story or something like that. Okay, okay. And they ask you for the your information, full name, whatever, and then it says wife's name, and then it says girlfriend's name. <laughs> In what? the same application, this is wife and girlfriend. Oh my and they god! They asked Stan Van Gundy on, and they asked Stan Van Gundy, 
like, oh, do you think somebody filled it out? He was like, yeah. yes, there had to be at least one person who didn't figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, like, yeah, man. Like, if you're if you're an athlete, you're in your prime, you're young, you got money. Yeah, well, right there. Why, exactly. Why are, you, why are you getting married? Speaking of the Raptors, what was his name? I can't remember his fucking name now. We traded him a, a while ago, but he had two girlfriends, and he was public about it, and he didn't care. I can't remember his name. The Williams. Yes. The Williams. Mo- yep, there you go. The Williams. Exactly. Yeah, See, yep. why not? See, that's what you do. Don't marry. <laughs> don't make a family. Don't fucking have kids. I don't know. I don't Although get I probably would have had two. I, I would have had two uh, publicly. Like, <laughs> come on, man. Like, that's true. I mean, but here's the thing. They were cool with it. So yeah, I, exactly. I yeah. No, he's not forcing anyone. It's not a fucking cult, or you know what I mean. <laughs> or he's, he's pulling fucking Cosby and drugging them every night or something. Oh, Fuck that. <laughs> Well, I don't know how to segue into this from Cosby, but let's go back to MMA. Okay. <laughs> Perfect segue. Well, you know, you know what? There is, you know, there is some uh, going on in MMA, as they say, with with doping and shit. So maybe you know, th- there is a transition there. But w- with UFC two twenty nine coming up. Okay, well, let's just go right off the bat. No one cares about anything else. Obviously, there's other fights, but Connor and Khabib. Or do you say Khabib? How do you pronounce it? Khabib or Khabib? Uh, or Habib. Habib. There's the other one too. So That's right. I, I, I either go Khabib or Habib just yeah. based on who I'm talking to. I just say Khabib. <laughs> like if I'm if I'm talking to maybe a hardcore MMA dude right. or maybe somebody from Russia, I'm probably going to go Habib out of respect. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I might, yeah, yeah, you know, but sometimes the Khabib just slips out because there's K there, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> I know. But yeah, yeah, let's get into it. So, okay, first off, before revealing who you got or who you think, because obviously you're an impartial journalist, but... I will, I'm, I'm probably going to be at... Uh, so I covered UFC when they come out here. Oh, nice. And I've done some things too. So yeah, yeah. The US, I've been to both at MSG, been to both at Barclays, Barclays and UFC yeah. 230. I should be there also. If we can get into that oh, that's uh, nonsense, if you want also. <laughs> so the first thing I noticed, that's kind of... Well, again, I don't really know. I think it should be a pick but Khabib is favorite all of a sudden at a minus 160. I know it's not too much, but I can see that. he's still slightly favored, I can right? See that. Why? Just because he's been that. active? Is that, is that probably why? Activity. We have, haven't seen him lose yet. Um, That's true too. And you know, we've seen we've seen Connor go down uh, uh, to Nate Diaz, who's much less of a grappler than Khabib is. You that's know, true. so I mean, I think I think that's probably the logic there that they're going by. But again, it's very slight. You know, we'll we'll see. I mean, there's still time as the time we're recording this, there's still time for that to change. Well, that's the thing, exactly. When this actually drops, it'll be the morning of when this fight airs. So unless you're a diehard fan, you'll be listening to this or you'll be laughing at us because we won't know what we're fucking talking about and we were wrong the whole way and maybe Khabib knocked out McGregor instead of wrestling him or something. You never know, right? But (laughs) but no, I'm on the same boat. Khabib's been active. You really don't know where McGregor's head's at. But again, you can't doubt McGregor because he always gets in his fucking opponent's heads. But while saying that, he's not going to break Khabib at all. I don't think he's going to be in his head whatsoever. So I, I, I was, they brought him here to New York City. I was yeah. there at that Radio City oh, press okay. conference. At the conference yeah. that, that was where Dana White said that uh, Connor's probably the best ever at just those mind games. Of course. And like better than Muhammad Ali. I agree, said. man. I agree. So 
But to your point, I don't think Khabib really broke. I don't think he he's just, you know, he's just not the level of talker that Conor McGregor is. Conor of McGregor course. is one of those dudes where sort of like Adrian Broner in the boxing world mm-hmm. or even Floyd Mayweather back when he was like super active. Right. He will always win the pre-fight media or whatever you want to call it. He'll always win pre-fight. He'll yeah. always win those of course things. He will. Yeah. But as far as the fight itself, um Joe Rogan said something interesting that I listened to him. Okay. And he said that I, he could see this fight going one way or another, but in a dominant fashion, sort of oh. indicating that if Khabib wins, we'll probably see him, like, sh- you know, shoot straight for the takedown, just maul him, and just put Connor away in, like, two, three rounds. Right. Or if we see Connor win, he'll probably just, you know, pick him apart with strikes, you know, great, excellent takedown defense, and just put him away, probably knock him out in the second or third round, similar to how he put away Eddie Alvarez, who yep. also has a wrestling background. Yep. Even though I think Khabib is, you know, better than Eddie Alvarez. Yeah, but you so. know what? Eddie broke. That's the problem. Because I actually thought Eddie could beat him. And that was the first time I'm like, well, I did okay. too. I'm sorry. I actually thought Aldo could beat him as well, but he even got into fucking Aldo's head. Okay. That's where it all started for me. I'm like, motherfucker, this guy is the greatest. Like, he literally breaks that's people a, down. Fuck. Yeah, that's an interesting point because it's like Habib also in all the fights that he's ever had in the, in, uh, in the UFC, I don't know if he's fought somebody that he's actually hated. And we know oh, yeah. that he's never fought somebody of this magnitude, this skill level, and he's never been in a fight that's this big. So how is he going to sort of handle all that? Because this is is one of his first fights with real pressure. You know, like, Ally Quinta, he beat him pretty easily. And he was boxing the whole time. You know what I mean? He didn't even beat him at his game. He just kind of was like... Hey, yo, uh, Connor, I'm going to show you. I think he was doing that to show Connor that he could strike. I think so, because right. I think he could have ended that fight whenever he wanted, honestly. Yeah, it, it was like watching Triple G against Willie Monroe a few years ago. I don't right. know if you're into boxing, but like, you know, he just kind of carried him out to the sixth round and just then beat him up. I thought, I thought Khabib could have put him away much sooner, but he didn't. Yeah, I know. I'm not a real, well, not anymore, at least. I was more in the golden era of boxing when, right when, I guess, Mike Tyson started losing favors and started beating up on women. That's when it was like, okay, I've had enough. And then it was all about, obviously, fucking the boxers over and the promoters and shit. So that's why, and I'm the same way with baseball. Ever since that baseball strike, like, I used to be a huge Blue Jays fan. Now, I don't even give, I don't even know who's on the fucking team anymore. So, like, I just totally lost interest. I don't know. When I find it, like, same thing with soccer. That's why I'm not into soccer either. Because when I find it corporate and when I find it, I guess, the owners and shit manipulating everything behind the scenes, I can't. I don't know. It's Because to me, sports should be fun and whatever. Mind you, MMA is probably the same thing and so is every other sport. But maybe they hide it better. Yeah. I don't know. Or maybe it's just me not wanting to not like anything. Who knows? But I think eSport has its own. Being around a little bit, at least. I think eSports have has its own thing but i like again i grew up watching boxing when i was really young but even yeah see me too over the last yeah over the last like year or so i've been getting into mma more yeah just oh, I'm diehard now. yeah just for an abundance of reasons there's less head trauma you know what i mean like in boxing everything like yes there are punches to the body but 90 percent of shots are to the head so Not you're kidding. gonna see guys become vegetables by the time they're 50 more often yep. and then in MMA, there's less of that because you can lose by heel hooks. Yeah. You know, you can lose by leg kicks. You exactly. Can, you know, other things. And even if you get hit in the face, a lot of times, you know, this you get rocked in the face once or twice, you're on the ground, they're stopping it. Yeah. 
Exactly. And, you, and, and because of the UFC and because of Bellator, it's yep. just easier to see these fights sort of happen and, you know, guys fighting each other, guys not being able to run away like they do in boxing because everything is so isolated and separate and everybody's their own boss to some degree and all these promotions don't want to work with each other so fights never get done. You know, I know. So it, yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at with that. Yeah, exactly. Well, okay. So who? So who do you have? Khabib or Connor? <laughs> I've been I've been leaning Khabib. I've really been uh, leaning Khabib. I man, <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know, man. It's, it's it's very difficult. I've been leaning towards Khabib, but I I w- I I kind of do think that I'd be surprised if I see this go to distance. Which makes me a little so. more nervous because I'm like somebody's got to stop somebody, you know, yeah. with that logic. So I don't know. I'm kind of leaning Khabib, though. I'm kind of leaning Khabib by probably by submission. See, you like know what? Three. <clears throat> and now it's gonna bite me in the ass. Now he's gonna lose, and everyone's gonna blame me. But I've always voted, or not voted. I've always gone against McGregor because everyone knows I don't. I'm not a huge McGregor fan. I appreciate his talent, but I think in ring wise, he is really overrated. Yes, he has power and everything, but I don't think McGregor? he is. Yeah, personally, I've already had this conversation okay. with other people on the podcast, and they've tried to sway my mind because I think I even think, even though McGregor broke uh, Aldo mentally, I still think that punch was sort of a fluke. But then people are trying to convince me that no, that was timing. He called it. He he knew exactly what Aldo was going to do. He stepped back, leaned forward, and punched him. It's not like he had his eyes closed and he was just trying to, I guess, hit one out of the ballpark. You know what I mean? So I I could see it both ways. But now with all this stuff. I honestly, the only thing that's making me not want to pick Connor is because he's been off for so long. That's the only thing. And because now he's literally a celebrity instead of an MMA fighter. And that goes to people's heads. Like talking about fucking with people's heads, money and the status of being a celebrity fucks with everyone's head, no matter who you are. So I don't know. Ronda Rousey. Thank you. Yep. Exactly. Ronda Rousey is a prime example of that, where she started doing a whole bunch of non MMA stuff movies and appearances and late night talk shows and uh yep. just all the other stuff and then she got popped by amanda nunez after she got popped by holly holm actually so yeah no i could see that and back back to the connor aldo thing i think it could be both i think okay. it could both be that it was a little fluky and i also think that he you know it was an excellent counterpunch that he got aldo with yeah but yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of first-touch knockouts are kind of just happenstance, right? So I, That's what I'm saying, right? Or else it would happen yeah. more often. That's what. That's my only argument. But other than that, I could see it both ways. But, you know, I'll, since you went with Khabib, I'll go with Connor, just to make it different. <laughs> I'll go with Connor. And I say he knocks him out, too. And I'll say he knocks him out in, I guess, two minutes into the second. How about that, to be precise? Okay. Okay. I, I, yeah, I'm <laughs> to pick a time <laughs> but I, I do I, I'd see I see I could see could be winning easier than I could see Connor winning but I don't have like a strong I'm not gonna die on the hill whatever. yeah 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 like somebody like my brother for example thinks Connor's my brother for example thinks Connor's gonna knock could be out in third round I can see that I can totally see that happening I just want the fight to be great I want it to live up to expectations well that's the thing as the biggest the biggest not only UFC fight ever but MMA fight ever yes. and I would like to see that actually you know become the case so I really hope well and I also want McGregor to win so he could as much as I don't want to see it but I do want to see it because I've been watching MMA for the longest time I want to see Conor versus Anderson Silva what do you think about that? 
I was so I was watching Hawani as this was going on. I was like, wait, what? Like, what, 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 I don't know what Connor walks around at, but I would imagine that if they make that fight happen, he yeah. has to fight at whatever weight he walks around at, if not more. Anderson Silva can't come down to. I mean, could he even come? He can't. He he would have to fight what. 185? I doubt. I, I even doubt Silva could cut down to middleweight anymore because his last few fights have been a light heavyweight, right? So that's true. That's true. That's, that's what, what I'm, I'm saying. So it's like Connor's not going to be 205 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are they talking about? Like, I, I, I don't want to see that too because I think. I just don't. I, I, I'm, Anderson Silva should, should just chill. Thank like, you. Just relax. Just no mas. I saw him <laughs> at. Actually, so one of the first. UFC cards I covered was when he came back at Barclays Center and okay. he fought Derek Brunson. Ah. He quote unquote won that fight, but really he lost. They just gave, gave it to Anderson Silva. Right, New right. York judges did. Derek Brunson really won that fight, and yeah, I, I it was not a great performance from Anderson Silva either. Like he had a couple moments, like you know, late in rounds mm-hmm. where he rocked them, but he looked slow. Derek Brunson outstruck him. He did his thing. Like, Derek Brunson really earned that victory. And he got a fight coming up, too, at the Garden. Oh, there you go. Well, I don't know. There's really, like I said, other than, I guess, Ferguson and Pettis, but I think they more put that on the card just in case Connor or Khabib fall out, so then they have a replacement with Ferguson. Yeah, I'm looking at the card right now as well. That's a fight I'm actually very much looking forward to with Ferguson Pettis. You think so? Look how much favorite Ferguson is, though. I think Ferguson's going to just maul him. No, because Pettis looked so good in his last fight. That's true. Uh, was that the Daniel? Was that the Dillashaw undercard or then the Daniel Cormier Stipe undercard? No, he was actually on was the that... main card, wasn't he? Well, uh, yeah, 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 the main card. Oh, but he was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that, he wasn't. He's probably it was like the, in Los Angeles. I can't remember. My memory sucks. Speaking of concussions, uh, I've gotten many over my years, so don't worry. <laughs> oh wow! Okay, okay, gotcha. but yeah, but. No, I'm looking forward to that just based off how he looked his last fight. And Tony okay. Ferguson, I think this is his first fight coming back from the horrific injury, no? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, because yeah. he was supposed so, to fight Khabib, you know, right? And then that didn't happen. Yeah, I think that's that's what makes it interesting. And, you know, whoever, if, if probably more so Khabib, Khabib wins next and Ferguson wins next, I can see that fight happening. I also, oh, yeah. But I also heard was on Joe Rogan or Ariel Hobani's show that mm. somebody, no, it was Joe Rogan's show. Brendan Schaub said that Khabib, if he wins, he's been telling people, like, if he beats Connor, he'll just kind of ride off into the sunset and retire. Really? He said that on Joe Rogan's show, like, this week. And I was like, what? He's wow. like, not even, I think he might be 30 at the oldest. That's but true. That, well, that was surprising. He's only had 26 fights. It's going to be his 27th. So it's not like yeah. in turn. And plus, speaking of guys who don't take damage, he's like Damian Maya. He's probably never got punched in the face once. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, or Floyd Mayweather from a boxing sense, which he true. would like to be if he retired this early. So. You know what? Or could it be a ploy? So then they could reel him back in like how uh, Nate Diaz is doing, right? Oh, I'm done. I'm done. But now he's floating this 165 fucking championship around and shit and... Who knows? Who yeah, knows what happens yeah. behind the scenes I hope, anymore? I hope not. <laughs> I hope that doesn't happen. I hope Khabib just, just, just you beat Connor, like <laughs> just stay. You know what exactly. I mean? Fight Max Holloway or something. I don't know. You know what? That wouldn't be a bad fight too, because Max is pretty tall and lean. He could put on some weight. He can't be a featherweight no more either. He needs to move up. Well, Max he almost Holloway died the last time, right? Yeah, Fuck. Yeah, I, I, we saw him at. Um, so this was the day Connor threw the. Um, you know, he attacked the bus. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So that that day, I was at the press conference. <laughs> okay. I remember looking at Max Holloway. He, not that he looked dead, but he didn't look like very energetic or spry or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was who he was supposed to fight. It was Khabib, and then you know it ended up being uh, Ally Aquinta. Yeah, I was him. shocked. I was shocked that Max Holloway stepped up in general, but he apparently he cuts a lot of weight. Well, like I said, he's pretty tall. Yeah. And he'll probably cut a lot to make 155 too because he walks around a bigger dude. Yeah, no kidding. Like, like just for example, for me, I'm about 6'2". And at one point in my life, I used to weigh 155 pounds. And I looked wow. sick. Like now I feel adult and I'm like at 180, 190. I usually hover around there. So that's now I look normal. But yeah. to, <laughs> to imagine like, because Max isn't that short either. He hovers around, what is he, 5'11", 6 like around there or something. I want to say, I want to say six. Yeah. So to, to cut to one forty five, I could only imagine like the ribs come. Oh, that's disgusting. But you know what? Luckily for that, well, I shouldn't say luckily because the guy went through ordeal. But at least us here in Toronto get that nice main event of Holloway versus Ortega now coming up. Yeah. So at least we get to see that live here. <laughs> yeah, I just hope Max makes it through healthy because he's had some bad luck this year. That was the fight I was very much looking forward to before they had to push that one back because Max Holloway went through what he went through there. Uh, yeah, he's 5'11", according to his Wikipedia. Oh, so I just checked. Apparently, his first name is Jerome, which I did not know. So what is it, Jerome Max Holloway? Yeah, Jerome Max, and then another Hawaiian name that I can't pronounce, and then Holloway. <laughs> that's, pretty, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I would have liked Jerome Holloway. Like, what's wrong with that? Well, maybe, I hate to say it, but people know how I am. Maybe he's racist and he doesn't want to be known as a Jerome. <laughs> I mean, hey. <laughs> to each his own, right? I don't think he is, but I'd be lying if there wasn't some of that MMA culture. Not as it pertains to him, but yeah, we yeah. see, you know, stupid-ass Kobe Covington. That's oh the fight God. that I want to happen, actually. I want to see him fight Tyron Woodley. Get Ooh, that going. That would be good. But again, what's going to happen though? Like, uh, there's another guy who's politicking, and the UFC's fucking with him. And apparently, he's the champ. He's no longer the champ. He's interim. He's not. He's supposed to fight. He's not. He's injured. He's oh, really Kobe. not. No. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, what the fuck's going on with him? They shouldn't have gave him. They shouldn't have given him an interim title. That was the most him. stupid thing they could ever have done. <laughs> <laughs> that they took it right back away. Exactly. What the. I don't understand. I actually, I actually, yeah, I actually think that he would get destroyed by Tyron Woodley, but I still want to see that fight, probably selfishly. Well, yeah, so do I, because, again, I'm I'm no racist myself, and, yeah, I hate those type that literally borderline, what, fucking KKK member here, and you know what I mean? And he's just racist towards yeah. everything. It's not only just one race. It's, like, just white power, and that's it. It's like, fuck off. Fuck's yeah, wrong with people. Yeah, but he's, he's also just acting that way. Well, and that's you know what, what I mean? people don't appreciate, like, if you were like that, fine. Own yourself. Be who you want to be. Who am I to judge what you want to believe in? You know what I mean? But yeah. to go as far as he does, to act, to me that yeah. means that you want to be that way, but you're really not. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, I don't know. It's, look, it's weird. Yeah, because yeah, I, looked, I, looked, I looked up one of his old interviews three years ago to be like, I want to see if he was always like this. Nope. No, you sounded like a regular dude. He's the most humble like fuck on earth, I know. Yeah, he's just a regular dude. That's not to say he still wasn't, you know... Um, I guess a right-leaning dude or Republican or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. But now to this degree, because everything is so extreme, because we have this dickhead as a president, so it's like, <laughs> you know, so for real. So it's like, you know, whatever, whatever, man. I, 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 I do think that if they were to make Woodley Covington, I would have liked to have seen that at MSG. But Woodley, he's you know got to come back from yeah. uh, hand injury. 
But I actually think that fight could be very, very, very divisive. Probably more divisive, at least from a racial standpoint, a moral yeah. standpoint, and an ethics standpoint than Connor versus uh, Floyd Mayweather was. But you know what? I, I don't. I didn't find it that that was the issue, or that was the whole pinpoint. It was like the Great White Hope versus the the Black Eye. Like you know what I mean? Because I was actually at the press conference when they came in Toronto. And I saw there was white people cheering for Floyd, there was black people cheering for Connor, and it wasn't. Maybe it's just because it's Toronto and we're diverse and multicultural. But yeah, I don't I know. Problem. <laughs> so I don't know. Like, man. like, like, like in New York, we don't, we don't. Like in New York, we're good. Like for See? the most part. It's now, the same thing. If you go to Long, if you go to certain parts of Long Island, if you go to certain parts of State, mm. then you know maybe it might be a little different. But gotcha. as far as New York city here yeah no we're we're we're, we're pretty good about that stuff yeah, other same parts. but w- there's also nobody in the right mind in the right mind yeah. really thought that connor would beat floyd mayweather of course whereas not. there are a lot of people who don't watch mma and probably have never heard of colby covington but you know support trump and everything he does yeah, yeah. they're going to just get behind him based off of whatever and you know not for nothing he he I don't think he's that accomplished, but he did. He is coming off a couple of nice victories, so there is True. that. But Woodley, <laughs> I think Woodley would smash him, sort of like how he did Darren Till. Jesus. Yeah, that would. You know what? I don't. Well, it was too much, too little time for Darren Till. I think. Give him a few months. Give him a few years. I still see him being a future champ for sure. But I actually see him being a future champ at like light heavyweight, not at no, not sorry, at middleweight, not at welterweight. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I can see middleweight because he he has to cut too much to make. Yeah, speaking of guys cutting, exactly. There's another guy. Yeah, yeah, that was the whole issue with him getting the title shot to begin with because Wonder Boy Thompson, first of all, was debatable that he won that fight. And then second of all, it's not like he did much to win that fight if he did. And then third, the weight situation where he showed up Although he has some stuff going on, apparently, but still, he should yeah, have yeah. overweight, and then he wins and gets a title shot. So yeah, no it was just so weird. It was okay. Well, let's not bore anyone else with our fucking man MMA talk, because obviously <laughs> we could probably go on for hours with this shit. So you mentioned <laughs> that you play video games because you're waiting to play WWE 2K19. Yeah. Now tell me, I always ask when I find out my guests are into video games. Are you Xbox, Switch, or or a PlayStation guy? Play, PlayStation Four. Thank um, you. It's about time. You know how many people out there are into fucking Xbox? Maybe it's because I've been having younger surprising. people on, but yeah. You know what it is? I because I had I had a three sixty. Mm. So around the time I got a PS Four, okay. which I want to say was like four or so years ago, the three sixty oh, wow. was still all right. Like I would still be able to get certain games right. and play it. Now I don't even touch that. But it's like with the PS Four, yeah, I got the PS Four, and they have better exclusives. So I'm, Thank you, you know I get the show for baseball. This, oh, right. The Spider Man game looks freaking crazy. I might end up getting that also, even though I'm not yeah. really into Spider Man that way in that right. way. But the game looks sick, and it's in New York, so. You know, um, you can't there's go that, and then the switch. I'm pro- the switch. I'm probably gonna get switched though because I'm into Pokemon, and I'm probably gonna get that game. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, so, I gotta ask that. Do you play Pokemon Go? No, 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 no. Okay. I, I'm one of the people where in 2016, where it dropped, I yeah. was there. Yeah. But after like two months, okay. 
two months, I was good. See, because that was the same thing with me, with me and the missus. We actually, uh, speaking of New York and Pokemon, we were in Manhattan that summer when it just dropped. And oh, oh my God, the oh, craziness, God. man. Like, I've never seen fucking, I thought it was a stampede, a herd. All of a sudden, we're just somewhere. At, I, I can't remember where because obviously I, I don't know New York like the back of my hand But because it was our first time going. But we were somewhere downtown like maybe five blocks away from uh, Times Square or something. You know what I mean? So Okay, you might have been by Bryant Park. Probably. Who knows? Sure, we'll say that. And we see all I these... Was there and it was hot. Yeah, we see all these kids and then we're like, what are these kids doing? And then we look and they're, oh, they're playing Pokemon Go. We're like, oh, okay, let's log on and see. Bro, I've never seen so many fucking Pokemon pop up in one fucking instant. It was like everywhere. I'm like, what the? F- this is overload. I can't take it. Then all of a sudden, some guy yells out some name. I can't remember who it was. Someone just said there's one down the street. Man, if you got caught in that trample, you would have been dead. You see all these kids. No joke. A hundred kids running down fucking one of the streets, just taking off. I'm like, holy shit. These guys are hardcore here in New York, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it, it was the it was the first time in my life that I needed to get a portable charger for my phone because that was one of my <laughs> biggest issues with Pokemon Go was that it would destroy your battery. Yep. It was terrible for your battery. Man. That's true. But, no, like, <clears throat> no, nah, it was a great game for those two months. But the one for the Switch looks interesting. Right. Uh, I got to look more into it to see yeah. how it would be. The Switch, obviously, as you know, is <clears throat> also handheld. Yes. But I don't think it can be the same way as it was on the phone. So I want to see how that goes. But hopefully they get some more stuff on the Switch. But well, no, nah, that's something I'm definitely going to ask for for Christmas. Oh, yeah, no. Well, if you're a journalist and you start traveling and you go outside of New York, it's a bonus thing to bring with you because you could, I like, because I see other people travel with it on planes and shit. So obviously, there's the can. So you could probably put the, because it acts as a tablet as well, right? So the controller is a tablet. And okay. then you could pull it out or whatever, and then it uses battery. And then it's almost like, I guess, a DS where you put the cartridge in the tablet, and then that's how you play it. So it's not like remote play is with i guess say the vita and the ps4 right where you need good internet connection i think you could just play whenever you want wherever you want so that's the benefit of it okay i think yeah so it's probably i mean because it's nintendo it's probably a throwback to how the game boys advances used to be and things like that right exactly that's what i'm thinking i missed that yeah i know yeah i mean we'll see we'll see i'm definitely looking forward to it though that's something i'm definitely looking forward to so what are you playing now then what's what's your game of choice that you're playing what's What's going on on your PlayStation 4? Uh, NBA 2K19, UFC 3. They just added, finally, Israel Adesanya and Sean O'Malley. Okay. So, <clears throat> I'm looking forward to getting it going there. Okay, I haven't played uh, UFC 3. I only played the second one on PS4. Now, my gripe with that one was you could never fucking submit someone and it was a bitch for the ground game. The, the stand-up game was all right, but once you transitioned to the ground game, it was like... Fuck, you're never going to get any. It's so fucking impossible. How was 3? Because that's why I haven't played 3 yet. Is it the same shit? 3, three it took me a while to... Because it took, it took a good amount of learning in terms of the ground game specifically. Because, right. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I like to create strikers for the most part. Yeah, and I'm I mean, usually the same I, way. If I want to learn a ground game, I'll make a grappler and try to get around that. Um, it's still pretty hard, and there's definitely a lot of points where I'm playing the game, and I'm like, this is bullshit. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like I'll get caught in a darsh choke. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Out of nowhere. Yeah. I'm like, how did this happen? But whatever. Um, but the ground game is still, is still tricky. But I like it. I like it. Okay. Um, they added some updates recently where... Yeah. 
I don't know if you remember, but going back to Tyron Woodley, actually, yeah. he not the way he knocked out um, to win the title was it Cowboy Cerrone? Yeah, because it was, was it? vacated the title, wasn't it? Yeah, but when he first won the title, was it Cowboy Cerrone that he knocked out, or was it? I'm trying to remember, but whoever it was, it probably was because um, Cerrone moved up after, and he's been welterweight for a while now. So I, I would assume it was. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It was. I think it was Cerrone. Makes oh, sense. No, no, no. It was Robbie Lawler. It was Robbie Lawler. It was Robbie Lawler. Oh, so right? yeah. So he who he took the belt off of. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yes, I thought you were yeah, saying yeah. his first title defense. Okay. No, okay. No, 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 no. It was Robbie Lawler, and the way he knocked him out. So you remember when he was punching him against the cage, low like that. Right, right. They. It wasn't in the game, but they added that in. Oh. Like that animation, so right. you could hit him the same way, ah. and then either the opponent just gets knocked out, or they could actually get up, and then you're pressing them against the cage, and then you could sort of transition to Muay Thai, where you could start kneeing them in the face and in the stomach, or whatever it is you want. Um, so they've sort of refined that a little bit. Okay, I think the game is enjoyable. Career mode is, is iffy. It's sort of unrealistic in some ways, in terms yeah. of like. You basically have to, you have to become the greatest of all time. And in order to do that, it starts off where you're in the, I think it's the World Fighting Alliance for three fights. Okay. And then Doing you go to, to the UFC and then yeah. it's five fights. And then you're officially a UFC prospect level fighter oh, wow. where you have like four or five more fights. And right. then you could try to break into the top 15 Shit. and then whatever, which in some way classes, sure, it takes that long. But for example, like I created a woman who yeah. is a bad person weight, yeah. and it's not going to take that long to rise up in that weight classes. And that's another thing we still have that's to true. add with It's flyweight also. Mm-hmm. Women's featherweight probably also, but I mean, they don't really have any women's featherweights as it is. So Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Okay, so <clears throat> you're into video. Oh, what, what about multiplayer? Do you play online or are you just into single player? Because I'm always interested because I'm more of a single player type guy. Unless, oh, well, here, perfect. For example, since you have PlayStation, this month's free PS Plus games, one of them is Friday the 13th. And that's a sole multiplayer game online. I was fucking around with it yesterday with, with, with a boy of mine. And, oh, my God, I was having so much fun. And I never have fun with yeah. multiplayer games. But I guess yeah. because it was just us and it, I didn't have the 10-year-olds or the people who come in with the <laughs> modded shit and cheat and this and that. Yeah. So I guess yeah. that's what throws it off for me. But are you into multiplayer or are you just a single player type guy? Yeah, this this year I've been playing more uh, 2K online. Okay, um, right, yeah. Yeah, so I've been doing that, but like you have to get to a certain point before you're not getting your ass kicked anymore. So you got to the watch and listen to uh, the, Yeah, and people people who watch and listen to the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast, they know that I'm very, very into GTA online. Oh, <laughs> shit, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Grand Theft Auto, so, and GTA I only play online. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, kind of like the way people are with Call of Duty. I only play yeah. it online. Like, I, I don't even do the story mode anymore. So, yeah. But that that also gets annoying because there's flying cars now. Thank and you. And see, stuff I hopped on. Like I hopped because so. I finished the, the story and I was like, fuck, I have this game here. I got nothing to play in the meantime. So, let me go online for a bit. Yeah, right. Since so I go online, there are fucking atomic bombs dropping on my head. People running me over <laughs> with tanks. I'm like, this ain't Grand Theft Auto. What the fuck? They took us into fucking Modern Warfare over here. It's the purge if the purge was in Los Angeles. <laughs> Basically what it is. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> Fuck that shit. It's, it's so, yeah, no, it can be stressful. I usually play that to blow off some steam. And if I want to just chill, yeah. I'll probably race. 
I'll probably do some racing missions, but at the same time, even those, it's like it could become a pain in the ass right. because as soon as the race starts, people are crashing into each other and, yeah. and you know veering you off ledges and things like that. So it's annoying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Unless you're playing like a private game when it's just you and your boys, that's I think the only way you ultimately have the best experience without someone fucking it up. Because I, I, yeah. I don't know, I don't see no other way of. Of enjoying it with, and, and again, then it hurts your fucking ego when you find out it's a fucking ten year old kid that's kicking your ass nonstop, right? Yeah, yeah. I, it, it depends because now, at least with 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 uh, with professional gaming, I kind of know my place, right? Right. Where I'm good at certain games, but probably not unless I invested more time. But you know, I probably wouldn't become a professional. I mean, that if you want to talk about stress, Jesus Christ. Okay, well, how about this? Their I, own team. I wanted to ask you this. What do you think, since you play both video games and you report on real-life sports, what do you think of this whole eSports movement going on? Do you find it it should be a legitimate sport, or do you think it's still a hobby? Because I'm on the borderline because I like both, so I don't I don't know. But, like, for example, I don't think poker is a sport. I'm sorry. To me, that's a hobby. Okay. That's a pastime. It, you shouldn't have it on ESPN. There's Yeah, there's some... Because if, if you're going to have that, why not have, like... Magic the Gathering, like the card game, why not have that on ESPN? Like, you know what I mean? It's sort of, you're playing cards. Why not have Crazy Eights on ESPN? Or some old women playing Bridge. Like, fuck, where's it going to end? So that's what I want to know. Do you think esports should be considered, I guess, because now you had that kid for the first time on the ESPN cover. I think his name is Ninja or something. The the first esports kid to ever be published in a sports magazine. So what do you think of all this? Are you nay, yay? Do you care? Or... Fuck it. Uh, it. It doesn't bother me at all. It's actually something that I may try to cover next year, being that the Nets have their team now and the Knicks, See? obviously, they won the, the league championship. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I think it, it just depends. Like, if you, like, I know for me, I would enjoy, you know, like, Back in the day, where you would walk into maybe an arcade and you see two people really going at it with some game, yeah. and you sort of just stop and watch. Like, yeah, I feel like there's something to that. Uh, that's something that I'm probably going to look forward to covering as if I ever get to it, just because I see the entertainment value in it. I see that people really enjoy it, of and something that people from my generation, especially, understand because I grew up around that. You know yeah. what I mean? Of course, so yeah. I. <clears throat> I'm in support of it. It's good to see like some kids could get some money out of it. It's just sort of like with the athlete. I read that your prime is sort of like early on. Yeah. By the time you're like, in, by the time you're like late twenties or even early thirties, your your you know your hand eye coordination isn't as sharp. Fuck, your reflexes, yeah. whatever it is, like your fingers aren't going to be as fast. Yep. Or whatever it is. So you know, it. it's it's kind of like being an athlete. You got to have a backup plan. You got to have something else that it is you want to do. So I guess there's a gift and a curse in that sense, but no, yeah. I'm definitely in support of uh, e-gaming and things like that and certain games I like to watch. Um, yeah. Yeah, because I think it, it, it shouldn't be cast like as a hobby. Okay, so I, I should take that back. It shouldn't be cast as a hobby, but I don't think it should be in the same vein as real sports because I think it's more mental than it is physical. And to me, a sport has to be both mental and physical, not just one or the other, right? Yeah, so that's I where think esports and sports could be two different things. Exactly. Like we don't like sure if you, I guess fuck, fuck back in the day I guess ESPN even used to air wrestling and that's not a real sport. You know what I mean? So if they want to air other shit, why not? But at the same time, don't put. I guess what I'm trying to say is don't put him on the cover of ESPN magazine because he's not really an athlete. To me, it's a more smack. 
to the face to all the athletes that came before him that actually had to grind and do physical labor and do everything to get to where they at instead of a 10-year-old just picking up a controller and be like, oh, I'm actually good at this. Like, yeah. Because, again, I'm from the old school, so th- that's, that's my mentality. Yeah. But, but like, <laughs> for example, in, in Switzerland for some soccer game, um, it was stopped for a few minutes because they decided to protest esports and the whole FIFA movement, because FIFA's huge, obviously, around the world when it comes to video games, right? I think next, yeah, in, in North America, it's usually Madden, and then you have 2K, uh, basketball, obviously, and then everywhere else, it's FIFA, right? So during a game in Switzerland, everyone, I don't know how they did this, but hey, good for the Swiss. Everyone managed to bring tennis balls in, and they stopped the game by throwing tennis balls on the pitch to stop the game in protest of esports because again this team I guess sponsors an esports team and they do FIFA tournaments right to take it that far that's where I think that's your way too old school for me there you know what I mean there's old school mentality but then there's just caveman mentality right yeah so I mean it's sort of interesting I was thinking of something you said earlier about the whole cover thing right <clears throat> as far as the esports uh, being on the ESPN cover yeah, yeah I wouldn't put I wouldn't put that much into it because I don't know somewhere along the line I feel like ESPN uh, you know they do transcend sports even though they're supposed to be about sports they do transcend sports in some ways I feel like they can do whatever they want with the cover that's true too <laughs> so there's that also but yeah yeah, that's true. You know what? If Playboy could stop printing nudes and still be called Playboy and still get sales from it, well, nine, now I guess they're back to nudes, but whatever. But if they stop they? that, I, that's what I heard. Or they want to come back because I heard sales have dipped a bit or so. I don't know. Go figure. Are, peop- Pl- are people even, I mean, but uh, we're in a different era now. I know. People aren't really reading magazines as much. See, but you know what? Again, the old school guys, the people that are still in the Stone Age that get stuff delivered by snail mail and shit and still want their magazine to look at and have sticky pages when they go to the washroom, eh? To each his own, I guess. I don't know, man. Look, man, this is why this is why this is why we got phones now and tablets. You know what I mean? Like you can just find the photos. Fuck photos. You can watch a video for free, never mind. Like, oh, that's true. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's so true. Before they used to make you get subscriptions for certain things that I'm not gonna mention on here. <laughs> no, nah, don't incriminate yourself. <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, I'm good. I'm I stay off that. Yeah, exactly. Okay, before I get into the dumb laws game. I just want to touch on something we also have in common. So we must be related because as people could tell, we have a lot of shit in common. You also went to hip-hop. You love hip-hop. Oh, yes. But now, oh, yes. again, you're more into, again, the old school stuff like I'm into. Please tell me you're more into the golden age, golden era, Tupac, Biggie type hip-hop instead of this trap and mumble crap that I call nowadays. So I sort of credit that to my brother as well. Oh, so my older brother, he... Good for him. Yeah, he sort of uh, introduced a lot of that stuff to me when I was at a young age. Good. Where it was yeah. like early Nas, it was early J, it was Big L, it was Good. Black Moon, it was Sean wow. Price, Helter Skelter, uh, MOP, okay, okay. <clears throat> Mob Deep, and things like that. So right. yeah, that's sort of my preference. Uh, I do listen to some of the new stuff, but I listen to the new stuff that you would imagine that I would listen to. As in, I don't listen to Kodak Black. But I will listen to Kendrick Lamar. Okay. I don't really listen to Migos. Yeah. But I do listen to J. Cole. You know what I mean? I'll listen to uh, older dudes that are still doing it, that are still sharp, like Royce yeah. Five Nine, who I think has the album of the year this year. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, Sky Zoo, who, 
is somebody who put out a great album this year. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I am someone that before anything, lyrics matter to me the most. Yes. Because I feel like somebody's message and what they have to say is the biggest thing for it. Beats yeah. and stuff are cool. You know, a lot of the newer kids, like some of them have pretty good beats. But that's, to me, I, that doesn't gravitate. That doesn't pull me in yeah. for a song. That doesn't, you know, move me. Lyrics do. Because at the end of the day, I want you to be able to be dope acapella. Thank <laughs> so you. I know that you're nice, so I know you got something to say. Like for example, uh, Nas is my favorite MC of all time. Okay, I was gonna so ask that, you that sort of yeah. tells you, yeah, that sort of tells you where I fall in terms of things like that. But I also like Jay a lot. I like Black Thought a lot. Royce the Five Nine, Kendrick, mm. as I mentioned. Uh, yeah, guys with bars basically. Joe Budden is another one. Even with his all this crazy rants that he's doing nowadays. Or do you like old school Joe Budden? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I love his podcast. I love his podcast. His is one of the one of the first ones I get to. Um, oh, nice. But I, but so I, it's funny because I really liked him as an artist even when I was younger. Like right. even, like I'm talking like after Pump It Up and pre-Slaughterhouse where he started just putting stuff online digitally. And I remember being online and I would listen to things like Dreamers and I would listen to some of those new music tapes and some of those albums. Right, and then right. No Love, Love. All, all of loss and all that stuff so i sort of followed him in and then when he was doing the podcast i just sort of uh listened to that because now what i do a lot of times is when i'm playing video games or when yeah. i'm at the house working on stuff i'm listening to podcasts in the Same background yep. he's one of the guys that i go to you uh-huh. know what i mean so and i tend to agree with him a lot on his music stuff okay so does that and he also he knows a lot he's been through uh, pretty much everything that an artist could be through in terms of being someone that somebody's so invested in yeah. at Def Jam, then falling, doing stuff independently on his own, but in sort of creating this whole new life for himself. So, yeah. No, that's cool. Yeah, because for me, like how you said it, but this is how it is for me. What catches me first, because obviously now in today's day and age, we're all fucking hypersensitive and we're all on the go. We Everything needs to be like this, right? So to me, if you don't have a catchy yeah. beat off the bat... I'm not going to listen to you a second time unless someone recommends me to do it. So I might have missed out on a lot of good shit recently because to me, the beat attracts me, but the lyrics is what keeps me coming back. Because mm-hmm. e- even like, for example, I talked about it obviously before, Eminem and the whole MGK shit. Every time you listen to both their tracks, it's like an onion. You just keep peeling it and there's more and more layers to their fucking lyrics. Like you're like, oh fuck, I didn't catch that the first few times I heard it. That's what he's talking about. And it's like, yeah. that's what makes me want to go back and listen to it again. Like, you know what I mean? But again, I guess you have to have a little bit of both. And I just find today's kids really don't. And I don't understand mumble rap. That Maybe that's my problem. Trap, I understand. I could get behind a few guys. But mumble, yeah. uh, leave me out. Leave me the fuck out. I can't. I can't. It's just, it's just a lot of drug-infused <laughs> that's culture a good word. Yeah. to like younger and younger dudes where they sound like they're <laughs> drugged up all the time. And I don't want to hear that. Thank you. Know you. What I mean? So. I just don't want to hear that. It's like I, I don't understand it. And I don't know if that's age. I don't know if I'm, I'm going to cover like high school sports, for example, right? Okay. And I walk into the high schools and I converse with some of the kids and I, you know, talk to them and then we, we end up talking about some of the things that they listen to. And I'm like, really? You know what I mean? But maybe maybe that's how we were perceived back in the day. I'm not sure. But some of the newer stuff, I don't get it. And then you have kids online that are doing things constantly for shock value. I know. And you don't even know they're rappers. Thank until you. So they post like their SoundCloud link or whatever yeah. it is. And then it's like, oh, God, I can't even get behind this. Like, oh, <laughs> one day they pop up. Seriously. And then one day they pop it's up true. and all of a sudden they're a rapper. And it's like, oh, no wonder he's wilding out. He's just trying to get plays and things like that. Everything is just so, 
as a journalist, I struggle with this a lot. Everything is just That's so uh, clickbait. You know, just everything just wants to, everybody just wants to get numbers as opposed to just putting out good content and letting yeah. that show for it because I feel like that matters more than just the clicks. Because if you're doing things for the clicks, then you're not going to last a long time. You know what? And it's so true. And I find that even with myself working with the younger generation, and I'm talking because I borderline because I'm almost hitting 40. So I'm right at the borderline of millennial and Gen Xer, but I associate myself more with a Gen Xer. But like, okay. I have a lot of people that I deal with with the show that are like early 20s, like pure, like I guess they're the late, I guess the early millennials or whatever, or the last generation of millennials. But it's true. They all, every time it's like, oh, do this, do this so you can get the hit. I'm like, I don't want the hit if it means they're never going to come back again. Like I want yeah, longevity. Exactly. I don't want just a quick one and done. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's not what I'm here for. That's not what's going to garner listeners. That's not what's going to get an overall audience and then garner sponsors and other people and people wanting to come on and whatever. Like, who wants to do a one and done type show? Like, fuck that. Yeah, it's like I tell people uh, often that, and they know how I feel, I think going viral is overrated. Take Thank it from you. Somebody, <clears throat> take it from somebody with experience who, you know, has had has had a tweet or two that has gone viral. So right. what? You know what I mean? Like, a lot of people that go viral, they don't get followers off of that. Nope. So it's not, it's not, and that's what they're really going for, right? You yep. know, going viral is overrated. What you want to do is you just want to put out good content consistently. Yes. And you'd rather have 2,000 people that really, really, really support you as opposed to 20,000 people that follow you because they want anarchy. I know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... No kidding. I, I just don't understand. But okay, we'll, we'll finish off the hip hop talk with. I, I need to know why you didn't mention this man because he's my favorite artist, my favorite hip hop artist of all time. And you're from New York, and you never mentioned him. But to me, considered some consider the king of hip hop, Mr. Notorious B.I.G. Yes. Yeah. No, I'm a, I'm a biggie fan of. Him. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. He's just probably not in my top top dudes that I really love. Okay. And also, he, you know, unfortunately, you know, he died at 25 so he so didn't young. get to put out a lot of music you know yeah. what i mean so it's only so much that i can keep coming back to that but no he, he's one of my favorite flows definitely that's with the me, thing a, with me it's been like the flow with him and uh like my favorite verses from him or a couple of my favorite verses from him are victory yeah <clears throat> i like to call that my favorite biggie song even though it's technically a diddy song yeah but i just love that song it's like i i don't remember I don't remember hearing it before I got Fight Night 2004. Oh. I was I was three when that came out. But when I got Fight Night 2004, <laughs> okay. when the song came out. I feel old. Um, but Fight Night 2004, <laughs> yeah. I was 10 and I was already like, I had to get the boxing game, whatever. Yeah. That was the that was the song that was in the game. And yeah, I remember just hearing it. Then obviously I ended up hearing the dirty version after that. But I that's Biggie on that. Uh, you know, nobody, somebody kills you is also one of my favorite songs. That's a good one too. That's one of my favorites off that yeah. album. Yeah, and yeah. see, that's the thing. Warning. Yeah. To put in perspective, when that album dropped, "Life After Death," I was sixteen or seventeen in high school, and he just died, and that album dropped. He was the biggest thing in hip hop, and I got to experience it live while knowing what's going on. Like you said, I wasn't just some little kid who didn't know about it. So maybe that's yeah. where it holds a place in my heart. But I don't know. I just. Oh, I feel. I mean, one of one of my favorite albums of all time. I like to say is uh, maybe my favorite album of all time is Illmatic. Oh, but I still that. wish I experienced it in the way that, for example, you or my older brother did, or my co-host Dexter did, right. who was probably like 
uh, you know, he was a kid when it came out, but he was able to understand a little more. Yeah, exactly. When that album came out, I was three months old, but going back and listening to it, I loved it. You know what I mean? Like, I love it. So, That's yeah, so there's true. that as well. All right. Well, you want to attempt at uh, winning the Dumb Laws game today? <laughs> yeah. I, look, man, I, I used to hate, I used to hate losing, but now I'm just like, man, whatever. Well, you know what? As I get old, here, I'll bestow some knowledge on you if your brother hasn't before, because it seems like you have a cool brother and he actually tried to help you all through life. But as as you get older, you have to know that if you don't fail, you won't succeed because you learn from your failures and that's how you get better. You know what? I learn a lot. Dexter is sort of like an older brother figure. Okay, there you go. Why our, our podcast, our podcast dynamic is worked so well. It's like older brother, younger brother, protege, nice. mentor, that sort of. Yeah, yeah, that's thing. cool. And we're also just very good friends. But yeah, he tells me the same thing, and I've sort of learned that through uh, just journalism, just podcasting. I just sort of learned that by just you know not being afraid to take chances, especially now that I'm not like I'm independent. I can pretty much do whatever it is I want for the most part. Yeah, that's you know what I mean. I call my own shots, even though I'm working with different outlets. I have a lot of creative freedoms where I'm able to take chances. So yeah, exactly. it's all a matter of just taking advantage of that and making the best of and exploiting your situation. Yeah, exactly to the best of your ability without I guess. Yep. Because to me, everyone says you got to step on a few toes to get to the top. I don't believe in that mentality. I think I don't think you have to. I used to think, think that it. too. I used to think that too when I was younger. Yes, me but too. Then yeah. As I st- yeah, as I started just getting in there, getting out to places more, going to more events, games, things like that, and yeah. these people, I'm like, it doesn't have to be that way. No, it you doesn't. Know what I mean, you could work with these people, and you could all, you could all sort of get a slice of the pie. Obviously, Thank you. A little bit more than certain people, but still. <laughs> hey, to me, as long as I scratch yours, you scratch mine, and we help each other, and we're not here to fuck each other over to get to the top. Yeah, there is. We live in the era now. Exactly, what we said we have phones. Like information, entertainment, yeah. knowledge is instantly. How much yeah. entertainment is there out there now? Fucking millions of shit. So who, just something for everyone, man. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. So I'll let you choose what category you want to start off with. So what do you want to do? Canadian, American, or world? Let's do American and give myself a chance. Oh, okay. <laughs> usually the Americans end off with that one because they think they usually know it. So to at least get one point. But you want to start off hot. No problem. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. one of these is the correct dumb law. All right. So you got to figure out which one it is. All of these are stupid, mind you. So they're all going to seem fake, but one of them is actually real. All right. I would like to preface by saying that I love stupid. So let's do this. <laughs> all right. Hey, they say stupid chicks are the best ones in bed. So you know what I mean? Oh, They're called bimbles for a reason. <laughs> yeah, All right. I mean, I wouldn't know because, well, I've been lucky, but... Hey, me that. too. I've been happily married for almost 17 years with my wife, so yeah, I, I don't know any better. And my wife's very All smart, right, just in case this. people are wondering. My wife is very smart. And she's stupid oh, too because she's good in bed. Fuck, I'm just fucking myself up no matter what I say. <laughs> Whatever. She's amazing. That's all that matters. All right. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> okay. All right. In Boston, Massachusetts... It is illegal for a man to go out in public while wearing a cap and top hat. Sorry, a cape and top hat. What the hell? All right. In Orlando, Florida, it is illegal to cage a pregnant pig. And in Oklahoma City, it is illegal to play hopscotch with the opposite sex. Which one is the actual illegal law? Orlando. Yes, you got it. What the fuck? Let me explain. Let me, you know about this law. No, 
no, no. Oh, okay. Explain why. I just sort of did the logic. I'm like, all right, okay. Boston, there's, there's a lot of white people. Right. There's no way they're going to have a law where you can't wear capes and top hats. There's no <laughs> way, right? Okay, okay. <laughs> Smart. Hey, there's no disrespect, obviously, to white people. I'm just saying, like, just calling it like it is. Of course. Um, and then the Oklahoma City one that just didn't make any. That, I was like, that couldn't be real. So, See, I thought I was going to get you with the Oklahoma City one because, again, they're more self. So I, I thought the sexist factor where maybe back in the day they didn't allow women to play any sports or any activities. So maybe that's where it would have got you. But See, if you told me that was in like a part of Texas, oh, maybe. I should have got more oh. south. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you, told, you know what I mean? If you told me a part of Texas or if you told me like York, Pennsylvania or something like that, yeah, that's right. maybe. Yeah, like the or, Amish, or, or right? Boston. <laughs> That's true too. You know, so but nah, Orlando, Orlando's a progressive, progressive area of Florida. All right, so, so well, you, maybe a different city in Florida, they probably had that law. Maybe that's true. All right, so you're not going to get a new a goose egg, so that's good. You won't get swept out. So you got one okay. on the board. Now, if you get this next one right, okay. you win automatically, but you'll still have to do three. So what do you want, Canadian or world? Canadian. Canadian. All right, let's go yes. Canadian. In Edmonton, Alberta, it is illegal for a citizen to remove band-aids in public. In Mississauga, Ontario, it is illegal to purchase used sporting goods for other citizens. In Yarmouth, Nova Scotia, it is illegal to service or work on your own automobile. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, can you repeat the second one again? Second one is, in Mississauga, Ontario, it is illegal to purchase used sporting goods from other citizens. I think I'm going to go with, uh, I think I'll go with that one. You're going to go with that one? Sorry, sir, that is yeah. incorrect. It's, it's the automobile one, right? It's the automobile No, it's the Band-Aid one! <laughs> really? That's so stupid! <laughs> you, can't, you can't rip off your Band-Aid in public? No, nah, man. You can't do it. Oh, Jesus. All right, I, would, I don't feel bad because I wouldn't feel bad if it was the automobile one because right. I was really leaning on that one, but I wasn't going to pick the Edmonton one. But wow, that is wow. That's amazing. <laughs> I told you they were stupid. Like, uh, hey. <laughs> that is terrible. Holy shit. All right, this is best of three. So let's see if you could pull out the victory here. We're going into sudden death overtime with this one, with world laws. All right. All right. In the Philippines... It is illegal to sleep in a room with more than two windows. Okay. In Honduras, it is illegal to perform oral sex on a woman while she is menstruating. What? <laughs> in Switzerland, it is illegal to flush the toilet after 10 p.m. Wow. <laughs> These are good ones this week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm making a mistake of this one of okay. applying logic sure. to illogical situations. All right. So Let's I'm going to go with the second one, even though I have zero confidence. But I feel like that should be that should be a rule. So I'm just going by, yeah. So the oral sex one, I, I won't say the rest. While, while she's menstruating. Yeah, I mean, come on, man. Well, you would think that would be a law now, wouldn't you? But no, you could go down on a girl while she's on her period in Honduras. That's not illegal. It's not. That's nasty. It's Switzerland, isn't it? It is. You can't flush your toilet oh, after 10 p.m. 
can't flush a toilet after 10 p.m. in Switzerland. No, so you better make sure you relieved yourself because I guess you could piss, and as they say, uh, what is it? If it's yellow, let it mellow. If it's brown, flush it down or whatever the saying is. Yeah. So at least if nah, you piss, see, then, just leave nah, it. Nah, nah, See, 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 then I'd have a problem living in Switzerland because sometimes you got to do what you got to do, especially as a writer. It's like a lot of times oh, you're up 2, 3 a.m. That's right. So it's like, yo, you want to handle your business at midnight, then you want to get back to your laptop and write what you got to write. But, you know, yeah. That's right. I never thought of that. That's true. With people who work night shifts, I guess maybe they don't work night shifts in Switzerland. Who knows? I'm staying out of Switzerland. <laughs> I'm staying out of Switzerland, then. <laughs> well, maybe that's why they're neutral. Because they got some dumbass sorry, laws. Sorry, sorry, Cesaro. <laughs> <laughs> to tie it all together. <laughs> the Swiss, what is it, Swiss Superman or whatever the fuck they call him? Yeah, something like that. Oh, shit. All right, well, if you got anything to plug, anything else to add, whatever you want to talk about, mention, if there's anything else, floor's all yours, my yeah. friend. Yeah, man, so the Ain't Hard tell podcast that is on youtube itunes apple podcast stitcher iHeartRadio, and what is the other app spotify oh you got on <laughs> spotify. spotify nice yeah. yeah yeah we got on spotify recently uh but the whole backlogs are there so if people want to like catch up we just put out an episode with uh my man robert lopez who does social media for def pen for FanDuel and who produces for count uh count the dings podcast network and we recently had Howard Beck on, so if you're an NBA fan, that's one of that's one of our most successful episodes ever. So y'all can check that out. That is at AHTT Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and then me for all my stuff. You can just follow me at Brian Fonseca NY. That's B R Y A N F O N S E C A N Y on Twitter and on Instagram. I still can't get used to that. How you're pronouncing and saying my last name exactly the way it's supposed to. How, okay, before we end it, have you ever gotten weird pronunciations of our last name? Francesca, <laughs> Francesca, right? Francesca. What the like, fuck? I'm like, I'm like, why are you adding letters that aren't there? You can clearly see if you're just reading the. If you're just Thank reading you. it, it's a seven letter, seven letter last name. If you're just reading it. It's Fonseca. I've gotten Fonseca. That's yep. bad. Also, I've gotten Fonseca. That's fine. That's acceptable. I'll take Fonseca. I'll take Fonseca. I'll take, you know, whatever. That sounds like that. But Fonesca, Fonseca. Those are my two favorites. Is I've gotten Fonesca. I've gotten Fonseca. I've even gotten Fonseco. I've gotten Forsica. I don't know why they added the R, so Forsica. Unless they thought the N was yeah. an R. I don't know. But it's so true. Yeah. It's not like it's got multiple fucking vowels in in a row, like fucking Yuanaj and Jacek or something. It's simple. Oh, yeah. You read it, and it's yeah. the way it's spelled. That's it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not, it's not like Jacek. It's not like Kovalkiewicz. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's not like one of these MMA or, or, or uh, Khabib Nurmagomedov. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You know what I mean? So I don't get it. Like, we're not Russian, guys. It's okay. You can you can just read it and just kind of go through it. <laughs> thank you. Exactly. Well, on that note, thanks, Brian. You're always welcome back, sir. It's been a blast. Yeah, man. I definitely appreciate being on the show. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Because in true the podcast fashion... As soon as I'm going to let you go and the interview was going to end or the talk or whatever we call this was going to end, the internet connection went all fucked up. So you're going to have to repeat yeah. yourself. So please, because the whole, I think the whole episode went nice and smoothly. Maybe there was a little glitch in between, but who cares? The listeners know how the show works. I don't really edit much, but 
See, and there's yeah. a phone call to go too. See, it's perfect timing. So <laughs> just repeat yourself what you said last. <laughs> uh, if you remember. What, the outro? Sure. Go for it. We're, we're still live. I'm not editing none of this out. So you, oh, okay, okay. your goodbyes, you. I guess, what it, what it is. <laughs> yeah. Do I have to plug anything again or we're good on that? You're good. You plugged. You say bye. And then we're off to the races. Okay. So. Uh, Are you fucking? Right, so, yeah, just, just set me up for a goodbye. We're good. <laughs> well, well, you know what? Yeah, don't worry. It went all fucked up again. Maybe it's a sign from the Apple universe to, to let ourselves go, but don't worry. We'll talk soon. It did it again? For it, real? It just did it again. Now you're back to normal. <laughs> oh, that's weird. That's so weird. All right, whatever. It's okay. <laughs> it's, a good way to, it's a good way to end the so-called uh, chat uh, slash interview like I said we had. So we'll leave it on that note. <laughs> Got you. Yeah, man. All right, cool. All right, Brian. Take it easy. All right, take it easy. So. That was Brian Fonseca, my long-lost relative, I guess, from somewhere who knows how many years back from when we discovered this place we call North America. (laughs) Anyways, before I get into, um, because I'm going to play the clip of when I was on Gato 5 receiving my prestigious award for their non-wrestling guest of the year. So from now on, I'm going to be addressing the show as the award-winning the podcast. <laughs> so, uh, but before I get into that, I should have, fuck, I always forget a few things when I'm talking to my guests. And plus, I don't want to hold them long. But um, I know you, he said he was mainly into basketball and um, MMA. But I wanted Brian's take on football and especially what happened this week with uh, a New York Jets running back, Isaiah Crowell. And this shout out to Danny because he's a New York Jets fan. I don't know if I should say congratulations or sorry, but whatever. It is what it is. But um, dude gets touched down. And then one of his celebrations, he was uh, wiping his ass with the football. Right? And obviously everyone knows in the NFL, you can't do celebrations anymore. It's the No Fun League. That's what NFL stands for. Not National Football League, but No Fun League. So they're a bunch of tight asses. And they fucking find a guy $13,000. Well... So be it that a certain company that deals in wiping asses called Dude Wipes, again, all tying together, if you're in MMA, you used to see Dude Wipes on the asses of uh, UFC fighters when they used to be able to have uh, advertisement on their shorts. But Dude Wipes reached out and they signed a deal with Isaiah Crowell and now they are sponsoring Isaiah Crowell. So in the end, it all worked out and I'm sure they'll probably be picking up that tab of $13,000 as well because why not? You know what I mean? So you see, fuck you, NFL Fuck you. Let people fucking wipe their ass when they score a touchdown. What's wrong with that? Come on, man. Fuck. Anyways, so we'll go into... Oh, actually, another thing. Can you believe it? I don't know how many episodes ago I brought it up. But uh, that um, chick from Britain who went to Turkey to get a Brazilian butt lift. Well, I guess one person dying wasn't enough. Because now a second British woman decided to go to Turkey. And has also died from getting a fucking butt lift. Man, seriously, you know what, if they want a butt lift, they should just go to Pedro and then he could hold up their butt cheeks and walk around with you that way. There's a nice fucking butt lift for you. Anyways, okay guys, let's get into that clip and then I'll come back, sign off, do all the usual details. And that's that. All right. And joining us here at the Got Till 5 compound, we're a compound now apparently. We're a compound? 
Yeah, or a compound. I thought that we were sounds... a Milky Way universe. Oh no, that's a, that's our listeners, isn't it? They're part yeah. of the Milky Way universe. Okay, sorry. Carry on. And we're we're a compound in the middle of it. So, favourite non-wrestler guest for the last year is the man who's given us everything, the man who supports us, the man who entertained you all. It's Steve Fingerstars from that podcast. Thank and you. And in I, the compound. I am so happy that you acknowledge that your your success is all because of me. We talked shit about you before you came on, so... Oh, we man. did, yeah. Congratulations, Steve. We, we did make a point of saying that you helped us get um, Canadian listeners and American listeners, and we also went on to say that we have now surpassed you in every way. Well, you know what? I like to see my creations flourish and do better than me. Isn't that what a good parent is, though? That, that That's is true. true. <laughs> so, are you, are you our are you our podcast daddy? <laughs> and thank you so much for this prestigious award. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. When I don't know something, I just transition to something else. I guess that's something that went over my head, so don't worry. No, no. Give, give us your thanks. Lay it on us. Give us your thanks. Well, thank you. I, um, I, not to be mean on the other uh, guests as well that were on, but obviously I'm better than them, so th- thank you for that. <laughs> and um, It's a fair point. Was I the only Canadian no- nominee f- for this category? Because uh, I'm not sure if everyone Americans? else was Canadian. Yeah, you were the only Canadian. Presenting my country proud. There you go. You are the Canadian podcast champion, as far as I'm concerned. Great. So I should see the royalty checks in the mail, is what you're telling me to? The royalty checks are, I have sent them by carrier pigeon. They will be with you in a few years. Hey, I'll take it, man, because in a few years I'll probably be struggling. (laughs) So I'll take it. No worries. Steve, you're on Spotify right now. Welcome to Spotify. (sighs) You had to rub it in again, didn't you? You just had to rub if it you in. Want to hear, if anyone wants to hear that podcast on Spotify, uh, you can't. But if you want to hear Steve on Spotify, uh, listen to our show. Man, you, you, you're so lucky you gave me an award today, or else I don't know. I, I might turn this a bit nasty on you. I know. Well, we've you know we've got an award off you as well. We were your best guests last year, so I feel like this is um, this is the God smiling down on us and karma showing true. Yeah, now, I kind of want to point out, out to everyone because when you mention that, it does sound a bit rigged. Um, this thank was you. a genuine vote and poll, and Steve was the winner by by a good margin. There, it was close between you and Jim, but you pulled away at the end there. What was the percentage? Oh God, let me get the forms you know? up. Talk amongst yourselves. Sorry. So, Steve, yes. um, plug yourself. Um, what have you got coming up on that podcast? Well, I have always guests. I have very many guests lined up for the next upcoming ge- uh, geese. Um, see, it's, speaking of not being able to speak, on the <laughs> You're upcoming an broadcaster, and I admire you. Yeah, exactly. On upcoming weeks to come, I have special guests all lined up. So don't worry, it won't only be me by myself. I'll sprinkle in some bonus episodes as well. So stay tuned for that. And obviously, follow myself on Instagram, Twitter, Finger Styles, F I N G A S T Y. LZ and the podcast itself on Twitter, the podcast DAP. And obviously iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Podbros Network, and not Spotify. <laughs> one day soon, one day soon. Uh, Steve got 42% of the votes. Uh, Jim Lee was close behind with 39%. Oh, wow. Oh, you snaked it. Just the way I like it. Yeah, nicely done. Nailed it. Um, so, yeah, Steve. You, you've helped us out 
tremendously and, and we're forever grateful so we're happy that your favorite guest of the year and i'm glad the listeners enjoy you as well um so yeah. no doubt we'll be having you on again how was your you've been doing like the summer of um comedians right did that That's go correct. according to plan you know Any what life lessons you've learned it superseded everything i thought it was going to be because just obviously the contacts you get from interacting with these type of people and how gracious and thankful they are as well for me helping them out and i thought they were more helping me out but it's just weird i just find that comedians are the easiest people to get along with because they don't take anything seriously right so it, it, it was a blast well yeah they're awesome. gonna find anything funny aren't they we should get there's no like wrestler comedians uh there's wrestlers that do comedy yeah. but that's um that's a different kettle of fish william regal does Dolph a sort of stand-up show yeah oh, Dolph right, Ziggler, yeah, awesome. yeah. regal does a good stand-up show um King Kong Bundy, who is our sort of mascot of the show, um, his Wikipedia page says that he is a stand-up comedian. I don't know how true that is, but it'll be worth checking out. That's cool. That's yeah. cool for sure. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what his kind of comedy would be, but I'm sure we'll check it out if he ever acknowledges us, <laughs> our existence. Yeah, again, you yeah, never know. Doesn't. You never know. You never know. And have you got many plans coming up for the rest of the year, Steve? Where, where's that podcast going in the future? Uh, absolutely nowhere. It's where you cool. can find it. <laughs> where it is now is it's probably permanent home for a little bit. I do plan on doing some special stuff in the new year. But right now, since I am literally booked up the rest of the year with guests, makes no sense to changing stuff up. People are used to the format. People like it. So I'll sprinkle a little change next year because then I'll be entering my second or third year of this thing i don't even remember anymore well whatever i think entering no i'll be entering my third year yeah because i'm going to do my two-year anniversary soon so you know special stuff and my 100th episode is going to be in the right at the new year so maybe that's when i'll make some changes we'll see we'll see nice i like because you mentioned you've got a couple of guests booked now and i just want to make sure that we've still got our slot for doing a top four pay-per-views of the year well of course that's going to be bumping us for survivor series no 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 no. that's a special bonus episode my friend you guys get your own day slot everything you're like saturday night's main event you just pop up every once in a while oh no are we like the original saturday night yes. main event or the no. rebooted saturday no 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 night no, no. the original saturday night's main event okay this is like this is like when you get the simple kid at school and go you're so good at making cups of tea no one's better at making cups of tea than you go on go and make everyone a cup of tea because no one else will do it that's us <laughs> well there you go hey there's a job for everyone out there you, you just got to be happy with what you do <laughs> we've got a lot in life we'll take it we'll take it um steve unless you've got anything else to plug you are our official favorite non-wrestler guest of the year. Maybe get some spandex this year and you could take two categories next year. You could be favorite wrestler and favorite non-wrestler. I seriously doubt that. Uh, no, I don't think... You don't want to see me in spandex. That's not a very nice sight. Just think of Bobby Heenan, but less in shape. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, how he is now, because that's not good, mate. Well, that's true, but we shall see. So, Okay. <laughs> Without ruining anything else, because I don't know where I'm placed on your show, because obviously I can't listen to it until it actually airs. That means I didn't win anything else, did I? I'm not going to be a two-time, two-time champ, am I? You are not a two-time champ. I know what you're angling for, favorite match, but you, you did not win on that category, my friend. My, my Canadians did not come through, did they? They did not. And Richie um, might not have won best impression. Oh, I don't care if I give a fuck about him, so don't worry about that. <laughs> It's all good. I don't. I 
don't even know how Richie slid into our nominations at all, quite frankly. I think he slid that into your DMs. Hulk Hogan impressions. Well, he probably slid into your DMs and paid you guys off. That's probably why. That's true. Yeah, you haven't told me about that, Max. I'm living rich right now, boy. <laughs> living Richie. <laughs> <laughs> living that Richie life. Uh, so, yeah, Steve, you've done your plug. Is there anything else you want to get off your chest? Any life advice for any future podcasters, small children, you know, whatever you want to do? My advice to all future podcasters out there right now, like honestly, if you're listening and you're thinking of and you're on the fence of doing it, don't fucking do it. There's enough of us. Let, let us keep doing it. We know what we're doing already. All right? That's exactly. all I have to say. Yes. I completely agree. True words have never been spoken on this show. <laughs> Perfect. All right, guys. I'll, I, unless you have me on first, I'll see you Survivor Series week. If not, we'll see you on the interwebs. Look Brilliant. forward to it, man. And th- and genuinely, Steve, thanks again for everything you've done for us the last year. You've been absolutely amazing. No, in all honesty, too, no, thank you. Uh, it's been scratch my back, scratch yours. We've been helping each other, so I can't take all the credit. So thank you as well, guys. Bless you. Bless you, sir. Peace. Bye. Peace. So that was me receiving my prestigious award from God Till Five. And like I said, no, it wasn't rigged. Just because they won one of my awards doesn't mean I won one of theirs. The people have spoken. The people like to listen to me talk about wrestling, so thanks. Shout out to Jesse and Max, and a special shout out to Jesse's mom, because I know you're a fan, and you like to listen. Okay, that sounded creepy. Anyways, shout out to the guys. Thanks for having me on, and obviously, I'll see you Survivor Series, unless you want me on before that, but we'll see what happens. So, another episode, another penny, and if you want to support me and give me some pennies, Go to poppyapparel.com if you like to shop for women's clothing, women's apparel, buy something nice for yourself, buy something nice for a loved one. Use promo code THEPODCAST with a capital D and you'll get 10% off your next shipment, free shipping worldwide. And if you want to support me directly, go to wehavemerch.com and you'll see that I'm either under the podcast category or you could search the podcast and all my merchandise comes up. I have mugs, I have women's tees, I have men's tees, black and white. And you could support me. It's shipping around the world as well. So anywhere you are, you could support the cause. And if you want to keep supporting the cause, go to podbros.com. Listen to myself there. If you don't like to listen to anywhere else, because I don't have a website and I use theirs as my website. So go to podbros.com. And while you're there, click on the Amazon banner. Takes you two seconds. Helps them out. Helps me out. Helps everybody out. Every Sunday afternoon, listen to the show on EMZT Radio. Special shout out to them. Thank you very much, guys. Listen to me at around usually three or four. They have a podcast block every Sunday with, uh, I think, another three shows. So it's four of us all together that comprise the podcast block that they have every Sunday. So listen to that. And obviously listen to iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and SoundCloud because my bonus episodes drop on there and they don't drop on EMZT Radio. So a little tidbit there. You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Fingerstyles or you could follow the podcast on Twitter, the podcast app. You could also email us, thepodcastdap at gmail.com. Thanks again to everybody. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Max. Thank you, Jesse. Till next week, special episode. Well, not special, but next week I will have two guests, one in studio and one via the interwebs. So this should be interesting. And again, sorry for all the, I guess, technical difficulties as usual, as per the podcast way. We love to keep it fresh by... Um, letting you guys guess what my guests are saying when they get cut off. <laughs> so thank you for bearing through that. Cause again, it's always guys from New York, man. I don't know what's wrong with the Wi-Fi in New York. It seems like every guest I have from New York cuts in and out of all 
the episodes that I have with them. Oh, well, it is what it is. On that note, he's Brian. I'm Steve. This is the podcast. Peace.